Good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whenever it is that you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this, as time is the greatest commodity. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of yours. Let me be background noise at work or on the drive to work or wherever the hell it is that you're doing. Thank you very much for listening to this. Uh, I need to give a, a solid shout out to my supporters. Uh, thank you very much for your support. Iron Asylum Gym, located on KB Road in Soldatna. Be sure to check them out on Instagram at Iron Asylum AK, also on Facebook and on the World Wide Web. Also, more uh, more stuff from Brandon and uh, the rest of the Miller family to come. A lot more on that. We'll, we'll explain that in a, a much later podcast. Not even a much later. We'll, we'll talk about it soon. And then... You know, then it will be discussed and then we'll know, we'll all know what's up. You'll know what's up and we'll all know what's up. All right. So today, oh shit, shoot, shenanigans, uh, more support. Really, I got to get into, uh, the schnitzel bomber located on K beach road. Be sure to check them out for their regular specials. Uh, they're now closed. Make sure I have this correct. Sunday. And Monday, they've got new, uh, new hours, new days open and new specials coming. Uh, so be sure to stay tuned for that. They've also got, they've got a Buffalo Bill sandwich. I was really proud of that. It was, it was, uh, actually that was the special on my birthday this year, this past year in 2018 was the Buffalo Bill. It's like a Buffalo chicken schnitzel and it's, it's delicious. I'm a big fan of it. They also make a poutine with, uh, like Jaeger schnitzel gravy. It's fantastic. It's really, really good. I can't say enough about their food. I'm, I'm a big fan of it. They've also, they've also got like locally grown vegetables. So like if you're getting any vegetables there, they're all grown in Alaska. So that's really, really cool. That's important. They've also got a lot of fermented food. So if you're one of those folks that likes a clean gut, be sure to check them out. They've got their fermented food. They've got all kinds of like sauerkraut and stuff. They, they make really, really cool stuff and a rotation of really good bread pudding. So go in and, uh, yeah, tell them I sent you. Tell them you heard from Woken Baked that they had really, really good food and, uh, get a high five. Yeah. Okay. Now today's podcast was made possible. Uh, with David Boo Boo Face at 5150 Vapes. We sat down uh, with Brandon Kennart. He is the owner of Scarab Industries. They make box mods for vapor uh, vapes. We we sat down. We spoke with uh, with him, and he actually he got his start in 5150 in the old location in the back making box mods. So that's very very cool. You can if you're into if you are a vapor person, uh, you can pick up his stuff at uh, Mapes Vapes or 5150 Vapes. You can also go to his website. You can go to his Instagram. You can check him out on Facebook at uh, Scarab Industries, and you can see what he's got. We had a really good conversation, and it would not be possible at all without the support of 5150 Vapes. And so 5150 Vapes are now giving you fine folks that listen to this podcast and are also consumers of the devil's lettuce, but not the devil's lettuce in lettuce form, but in concentrate form, 
they've got shatter batter. So you can mix it and you can put it in uh, your your vape tank and you can, you know, you can vape. You can like if you got like CBDs, uh, CBD shatter, that's one way that you could do it. You could use your box mod and with your shatter batter and you can just take CBDs all day long. And you're good good to go. All right. So, uh, there you go. If you are interested in shatter batter, you get $10 off by saying you heard about it on the podcast. There you go. I think it's like 20 something bucks. So that's like 50% off maybe on, uh, on the cost of the shatter batter. So booyashaka, man, go in, get you some shatter batter. And, uh, and enjoy yourself. Now, sit down or don't sit down. You do whatever the hell you want to do. If you're on a treadmill, you keep, keep on that treadmill or you're on the elliptical or something, man. You keep doing your thing. All right. Without further ado, sit tight, folks, and enjoy the podcast with Brandon Connor. It's snowing right now in Soldatna, or at least it is at the Baker residence. I don't know if it's snowing where you are. If it is, Enjoy it. Get out there, do some sledding, and spend some time with loved ones. Drink some hot cocoa, and or don't, man, or woman, or other. You're a grown up. You figure it out. All right. Thanks for your time. Trapper Circuit. Take it away. That. Some responsible human beings, so nobody cares in there. No, <laughs> no, no, that's true. Uh, we do quite a bit sitting here anyway. We've got we've got all that sitting in our medicine medicine cabinet. It's more like dryer than wine's cabinet. I like your style. I like your can't style. figure out which I like: the dryer or the wax. I like the wax because I get pretty. Dude. It takes one puff and I'm good. Yeah. Shatter batter. Yeah, they've got the shatter batter here. I don't know what that means. Um, it's a solution you can mix your vape with your uh, dabs and turns it into an actual vape. Oh, I don't need that. I can't smoke now. I'm getting piss tested by the union. Fuckers. Sorry to hear that. The only real way of uh, cleaning your pee is just not smoking and drink lots of water. Especially with their testing now. Speaking of testing, let's. Uh, this, I don't know where this really. We're just going to jump to it. Uh, UFC this weekend with John Jones being moved to LA because of, because of testing. Now you, you brought up the hardcore testing. John Jones, um, who apparently tested positive for the very same thing he tested positive for the last time, but it's the residuals from when he got popped 18 months ago that caused him to pop hot this time. Not that he is on anything, um, but they were forced to move the fight from Las Vegas to, to L.A. To LA um, because in a week. Resid- yeah, because last. You know how was- many people wouldn't have a job if that were the case? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Holy fuck, I'd be screwed. Nobody. They'd be would- like, "How are you not dead?" <laughs> <laughs> no one would ever have a job ever again. That'd be fine. All right, Welfare so- pays better. <laughs> <laughs> it does the sad part. So let's introduce everybody, Bill. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're we're back with Dave Buttonface. Dave Buttonface. He doesn't my last name, so I get random nicknames every time. Yeah, go with Parakeet. Could Parat. go with Parakeet. Par- 
Paraway. Yeah. It's French. Dude, in school, I had teachers look at the name and spelling and go, oh, is it Perry? Perot? I'm like, the T's aren't silent, you fuckheads. There's T's there. It's Perry. Stop trying to be fucking fancy. <laughs> I'm the anti-fancy in this bitch. Come on. It's good times. And also, who do we have here, Bill? I don't know his name. Brandon. Brandon Conant with Scarab Industries. All right. <laughs> Maker of the Scarab Box Mod. How are you doing today, sir? I am fantastic. I haven't eaten today. <laughs> Which, you, you don't seem surprising, you know, you don't seem hangry at all. We're in the starvation diet mode. <laughs> it's called I gained nine pounds yesterday, so I'm not allowed to eat today. <laughs> I recommend a probiotic uh, and water. Pooping. Yeah. I just want to poop. Yeah, no, I get That's it. That's all I wanted. Didn't just happen. Didn't happen? Just Try. sad fucking day. <laughs> sad get, fucking get a probiotic, day. get some psyllium husk. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna drink water and uh, some Mexican food and shit. Clear your butthole right up. <laughs> hot wings. Oof. Yeah. I like your style. Some super hots. So I'll, I'll tell you, um, Acapulco mm-hmm. uh, up the street have some fantastic hot wings, and if you ask, uh, if you ask for their uh, the guys in the kitchen to get creative, they'll get creative. And come I don't up need some nuts cool on shit. my food, and I'm not talking about chestnuts. <laughs> oh no, no, they, I don't I hope they didn't rub testicles. I got like a garlic. Parmesan my brother in law is Mexican. They do some fucked up shit if you give them freedom. <laughs> Bill ate though. He was happy. Oh, yeah. No, it was delicious. <laughs> it's like that movie, oh, Waiting. We're going to put oh. a little garnishment. I love that movie. Have you seen it before, Bill? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, it's a great movie. If you Wonderful. haven't seen it, you're not an American. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really... I, mean, I still went out to eat after that. <laughs> you return your food, though? <clears throat> Fuck no. Went out to eat at a Bennigan's. <laughs> I also make sure I'm there two hours before they close. <laughs> not right on time. Made a mistake a few times. Yeah, caribou. <laughs> Late night closed. caribou. Oh. Or... Anytime, caribou. <laughs> Only deep fried. That'll burn the hair off. All right. Uh, well, while we're on the subject of testicles, <laughs> I've got uh, none. It's over there. It's in your purse, shield under form. These things happen. It's a gun holster, really. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. All right. How did you get? Uh, how did you get started in box mods? Um. So what? Five years ago? Six years ago? Something like that. Yeah. Um. I bought my first lipo box mod, and it's weird now that I'm not talking to him. <laughs> Bill walked away, folks, but we're still here. He's got to get his coffee. He's got his coffee. Um, yeah, five, six years ago, bought my first lipo box mod. It was a unregulated mod, and it was cool, so I bought another one. Didn't like the quality of it, so I made one, and then somebody asked me to make them one, and then a little vape shop in town asked me to make 20 of theirs, and the next thing you know, my life is a slave to the box mods. What was that mod you bought, the first one you bought? You didn't like the quality of it. What do you mean? You said the first one you bought, you didn't, you didn't like the quality. No, it was the second one. Second one. First one, I didn't like that it wasn't variable voltage or wattage it was just straight battery so you had to build for the mod like a tube mod but with a lipo it's a little harder it was a two cell <clears throat> okay two cell 2200 milliamp the second one was a pwm um three cell but instead of like securing components like you could push the potentiometer in or the voltmeter would fall out or things of that nature and so that's kind of what drove me into doing it and then Dave Buttonhead <laughs> invited me into the into the, his back sex slave room of his shop and proceeded. True story. Proceeded to help push the reputation of Scarab Box mods nationwide, and then eventually globally. 
So it it boomed fast once it boomed. Now, when you got started with uh, the box mods, was it? primarily because you didn't find that there was a market for the things that you were looking for or was it you wanted to provide something that wasn't already in the market i wanted to provide something that customers could rely on there was already mods custom made by other modders but at the prices they were selling like uh aries aries price point was 600 dollar box mod with a uh, 150 watt or 200 300 watt, 300 watt. Uh, 180 watt was the first one. Little mini is 180 watts. Yeah, I mean it was absolutely ridiculous. Plus, we provided it a lifetime warranty. What the? F- <laughs> Man, doing a podcast with you is different. Sure, I'm I'm all over the place. Um, well, are you are you sure it's not crack cocaine? <laughs> no, no. I was actually thinking about old uh, old Dave uh, Buttonface. 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 Yes. Um, I was thinking about him because the the young lady that just popped into the store, her fiance is a butt tender at East Rip and Kenai. Shout out to East Rip and Kenai. And I wanted to let her know um, that they had uh, shatter batter in oh. store. Oh. And so that if she was, as far as I know, uh, they're the only folks in town that have shatter batter. It's a, like we said earlier, product that would help you turn your, uh, your shatter into uh, something that you could vape. Anywho... Uh, I'm fairly certain uh, 5150 is the only place in town that have it, and I'm just going to let her know to uh, to let the fiancé know. You know what's also fun? You just take a big piece of shatter, set it on your vape coil, and then just vape. Fuck <laughs> And the next thing you know, you're waking up in 2019. <laughs> that happened? The end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Three grams that later. So I got Wake the- up like, did we just have Christmas? Yeah, you were asleep the whole time. <laughs> Since last Christmas. You missed St. Patty's Day 2019. <laughs> Speaking of 2019, so um, uh, New Year's Eve, I am DJing an end of the world party at Four Royal Parkers. It is what we hope to be the first of many end of the world parties. I really hope but it's not the too many. end of the world party. <laughs> just get it done. I'm sick of waiting. That earthquake, I was rooting for it. <laughs> Take it down. Surprised you were like hooking the laser. Set off I a was chain. in the fucking shower. I was in the shower during a 7.0 earthquake. That, I mean, I've never seen my penis slap so hard. <laughs> so you live in Anchorage, correct? Oh, yes. Okay, so what was it like up there? Um, literally, the house felt like it was being picked up, dropped, and twisted all at the same time. Like, you ever dropped a silverware tray? Yeah. That's what my house sounded like. And I literally watched my mod bounce off the counter, land on the floor, glass goes everywhere because my tank broke. And all I'm thinking is, where are the kids? And so I jump up, I run through the glass, put some shorts on. They're standing in one of the hallways where I told everybody, this is where our moment frame for the house is. It's the strongest point of the house. And the minute it stopped, it was, get your snow gear on. I don't care what the fuck you're in. Get out of the house. Mm -hmm. Because... No, contrary to popular belief, being in your home in a doorway is not the safest place. Being out in the street away from power lines is safer, especially when it's about to split the earth in half. My mom was in Wasilla. She was two miles from the epicenter in that five-story house on the fourth floor. Yeah, fuck And that. it slammed her into the walls repeatedly. The staircase on the third floor goes down to the garage to get out of the house, broke, and the staircase outside the house ripped off the house. Wow. She had to wait for the fire department to come let her out the house. The uh, yeah, and my buddy works. Uh, he's in the air force, and he said it brought down their their communications. That trucks driving around because the epicenter was Elmendorf. Yeah, and they had trucks driving around um, to do communications so they could communicate with the rest of the, the military. Wow. 
it was it was something else. And I mean, right after the earthquake happened, we got the warnings on our phone saying the tsunami. And so we got in the car. <laughs> Poor dogs. We put them away. <laughs> Boss. <laughs> and I'm running. So the then the then the the real aftershock came. And I'm running through the house trying to get a new glass for my tank because I'm like, I'm not fucking not vaping. I need nicotine right now. And so we took off. And I mean, it was only a couple minutes. And the freeways, everything was packed. There was no way we were getting to the hills. Tell me you saw that funny picture of the guy's car on the off-ramp of Muldoon that dropped. Oh, yeah. Um, that guy got out of his car, locked it, crawled up on the next overpass, got in the cab, went to the airport, and left. I would, too. He's like, fuck the state. Left his car, then everything. It was amazing. Well, they do that in, in the Middle East and a lot of places. Well, here's what they do. Uh, they, you know, they get car, a lot of dudes and gals. Don't want to just limit it to men. Or others. <laughs> you don't need middle, that patriarchy. But in the Middle East, men are the only thing that matters. Did you not watch Gabriel Iglesias' skit? <laughs> My, yes. ex- my experience is a little bit different, maybe not that much different. Um, but, what they, but what they do over there is if they can't afford the car, they just kind of like leave it at the airport. And so you'll see like really nice uh, Mercedes and, and oh, Beamers and Porsches. Car. Yeah, they'll just they just leave them in the you know at the fucking airport, and then they'll go someplace else. And you saw this while you're in the military. Yeah. Please tell me that you maybe perused and browsed and found a nice one and kind of. Drove around a little scoot, bit, you know, scooting duty. I don't yeah. drive it like you stole it because you did. We had keys. <laughs> no, they gave us keys. We had key. He's like, giving the key a passing Ferrari. This sucks. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the military. <laughs> We're gonna give you the new brand of tank by the military, made by Kia. <laughs> it even has speakers in it that pulse and light up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I knew you would like that one. Bill's like pretty much. I mean, it's not. You know, not necessarily gay. <laughs> You've got a hamster car. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, What's next question there, Billy, in the little paper? Oh, I was thinking about the uh, hamster car. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, sidetracked right. easily. Yes. True story. <laughs> uh, where did the name Scarab come from? Um, so, that's a valid question. <clears throat> it kind of evolved. At first, I kind of, I, I've always liked Egyptian stuff. I thought it was cool. But I wanted to name, like, the blue mods I made, Horus, and the red mods, um, or the black mods, Anubis, and then uh, Thoth, and all the Pharaoh would be the gold mods. And then I was like, okay, this is going to be really complicated. And so it was like, well, what's a, what's a cool thing from Egypt? And it was the Scarab Beetle. And I developed the logo. Um, actually, a gentleman on Instagram helped me make it. And he was going to charge me, and then never contacted me back, so I kept it. <coughs> Sad Shout truth. to him. Yeah, I'd still pay you if you get in touch with me. <laughs> I pay my debts eventually. <laughs> Thanks, Instagram guy. Um, and then the the subcategories just kind of happened. Uh, the OG was because it was the original gangster for the company, and then mm-hmm. um, I made the Bertha which I named after a snake I used to have, which was a fucking massive Burmese python named Bertha. And this mod was fucking massive and stupid. And then Tanner Waterbury was like, dude, make me one in an N1 box. And I was like, what's an N1 box? So I looked up an N1 box. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking... That's stupid. And he was like... What is an N1 box? It's just a larger enclosure. Um, it's uh, a 1590 N1 made by... Um, Oh, some fucking comp. Hammond. It's an electrical outlet box, essentially. 
But you can put so I, stuff in it. So I, I, need, I wanted to build this box, so I ordered the box, and it became the Mini Bertha. And then, and then now we have, have, and then we made the minis. minis, then the elite, well, Stabwoods. Osiris. Osiris. Baby. The baby, all five of them, because they suck pass-throughs, then elites, I of Horus, Birth of E2s, Build Station. We're releasing several new ones next year, so it just grew, and it's like herpes, it spreads. So, it doesn't right. itch, though, <laughs> or burn. Good. It burns when I pee, but the company doesn't burn. Yeah. It's but all metal. It should burn when you pee, though. <laughs> so are you going to do any other ancient civilizations? You uh, you think about doing maybe some Aztec, some Sumerian, maybe some cool Yeah, if I ever make a box mod that would actually cut your heart out of you, I'd make it, I would name it the Aztec box and just see what people think of it. Um, that would be pretty cool. But I'm, I'm Scarab is, a, is an industry known name. Um, we were even invited by the biggest modder in in the world to their modders gallery in Oklahoma. So um, one of three invites um, next month, and so it was. I don't think I'll ever branch away from it um, unless we were to create like a subsidy com- or subsidiary company, but like some other thing that is attached to like, like a baby of Scarab. If we did like a dry urban wax line, which I'd probably never run there because our mods can run that stuff anyway. Then I might branch that way, but just don't put it on Bertha. No, the new Berthas can handle it. It's old Bertha could not. The new boards we have new PWMs being manufactured in Europe right now, oh, nice. and they're a totally contained unit that can handle fucking anything. So, how do you connect then as a, a, a box mod builder in Anchorage, Alaska? with a company in Europe that is building your circuitry, if I'm understanding that correctly. Yeah, they do the PCB boards and small components for it. Um, I just I've uh, been doing it long enough to where I know people's uh, reputations and names and uh, my manufacturer that I've been using forever um, he shit the bed for lack of better terms became extremely unreliable and the last order I got in from it parts were falling off of it so uh, I reached out to a gentleman who's a hobbyist. He does it for fun on his spare time. And I said, hey, what do you think of this? Can we do this big? And he said, absolutely. More expensive, but the quality should be there and should be there for a long time. And he's even going to be branding the PCBs with our lab- our logos. And um, it's full start to finish custom as you get. Now, do you have a, uh, a current... Uh Juice favorite, uh, like favorite juice that uh, you're vaping on at the moment? <clears throat> Actually, so uh, cus- customers have adapted to sending me stuff. I started a Patreon, right? <clears throat> because of a customer. And it turned out to be actually a really cool idea. We're making new stickers and uh, light signs, hats, t- t- sweatshirts, all this stuff. And so I sent him a really kind of hooked up Patreon. And he sent me juice. And there's one, it's called uh, Freeman's Vape Juice, and it's called Co-Cocaine. And my motherfucking God was, <laughs> if it was not, like, one of the best juices, like, it's a coconut sugar fucking cookie. Like, fuck okay. me. Oh, my God. I love coconut, first off. And then the name of it, it's got cocaine in it. Who doesn't like Coke? Like... All of this was good. I was hoping for a buzz when I baked it, but I didn't get the buzz. Damn it. I would assume it would have been fairly expensive if I got a buzz. Yeah. But um, I vaped an entire bottle, a 120 mil in two days, 
And it, it took about a tank for the flavor to really hit my taste buds because they do a muted flavor. But once you get the vapor's tongue, that's which most people hate, that's when the flavor really comes through. What is the vapor's tongue? It's when your taste buds essentially become overpowered by the amount of sugars you're taking in. Um, and you'll start to taste more propylene glycol, which is the kind of like the weirder, ingredient. chemically flavored. Yeah, it's, it's How would you describe like? Syrup with no sugar. Like licking boss's asshole. Okay, I haven't done that yet. <clears throat> Which, if the it's people who are listening to this are in Soldatna, they probably know who boss is. It's so. his dog. He's pretty famous. Yeah. People, people stop by the shop just to see him. I literally did come in this, come in this shop actually and ask if boss is still around. Wait, does boss, uh, does boss, where does boss live? Anchorage with me. Okay. It's his dog. Okay. His son, Titan, is now bigger than him. Okay. Bigger head? Uh, not yet. Okay. Named after Boss Rutten or? No. Uh, boss. Just dog. Boss, boss, boss Shop Dog. Okay. Yeah. Boss is Boss. He is okay. an amazing dog. Yep. Super gentle giant. Genius. <laughs> Just a loving guy. That's like saying Dave's skinny. Yeah, no, the dog is hilarious. <clears throat> Dumber than a fucking nail. He's in the floor of the old shop, wakes up, sits up, looks at the roof, barks the roof, and then passes back out. <laughs> no yeah. reason. He's We're the... sitting there watching, talking to each other, and all of a sudden he just sits up, back to sleep. Okay. He's the same dog that literally will stare at the wall for an hour, and you're thinking there's a reason to this. He's listening to something. And then you'll be like, boss, and he'll drunkenly look at you like, uh-huh. And it's like, you were right, buddy. <laughs> he had parvo when he was three months old and hit, like, brain-boiling temperatures. He's special needs. It's okay. <laughs> he's still a, he's a puppy in a, in a giant pit bull's body. My, uh, my dog, Ward, this big orange thing, he's more or less the same thing. He spent four hours, like, after it rains, four hours, he will spend in front of a puddle just staring at his reflection. If there is a light from your phone or from anything reflecting off the ceiling, he'll attack that light. That's awesome. It's, 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 I would fuck him up with a light. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> so taking him up the uh, the Alaskan Highway. Oh, uh, Yes. So every time like a like a headlight is coming towards us, which was maybe would be maybe once an hour sometimes, <laughs> but he would just go ape shit for about thirty seconds. Oh, that's when I tranquilized the fish. <laughs> Bill's dogs also decide to shred his Amazon packages. Oh fuck oh, yeah! Oh my god. Yeah, so it, kids is man, Christmas gifts. kids Christmas gifts, no packages of Alpha Brain, Your dildos? all kinds of shit. Not luckily, not my dildos. <laughs> my okay. dildos made it. Good. Well, okay, so kind of. Um, <laughs> so how this got elaborated on is beyond me. <laughs> well, we've started the conversation, and apparently. Apparently, my dad's listening now. So, yeah. <laughs> what's up, father? What's up, <laughs> yeah. son? Your son likes butt plugs. <laughs> not denying it. So, hey, my dad's pretty conservative. He's seventy-two, and I'd still say this shit to him. Yeah, it's weird. Me, it disowned me, but I already know I'm out of the will. So, has dad listened to all of our podcasts? I don't know. Um, has he? Uh, I don't know. I know that he listened to the one with um, uh, Marshawn Curt- Lynch. No, not Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> Curtis Hembroff and Mark Tyler when uh, Mark was talking about uh, life being a simulation. Okay. 
Um, but not the Marshawn Lynch thing. No, no. Which Brandon about Marshawn Lynch. Well, we'll get to Marshawn Lynch later. Which, if my dad, here's the thing. Here's the thing about my dad. If my dad had heard Marshawn Lynch, he'd send me a Raiders jersey. <laughs> like he'd send me Raiders dirties jerseys and skip. My dad's funny as shit. I'm just gonna put this out there before anybody assumes I know what any of this means. I don't watch sports. No, no. Okay, so I don't Marshawn Lynch in... is a football player who has a gold grill and the long hair and all the commercials on TV. I'm gonna assume by his name he's black. Yeah. Okay. So, Bill, what did you want now? You want to go to where in the world? Was it Peru? He wants to go somewhere and get his genitals transformed to a big black one with a gold grill and frizzy hair on it and call it Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> yeah. So when he's watching the NFL, they say Marshawn Lynch came on the field. I'm pretty sure Marshawn Lynch plowing through that defense. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marshawn's okay. playing the back Oh, I know field. who he is now. Yeah. Wasn't he Seahawks? Yes. Okay. He was, he was beast mode. Yes. yes. I, okay. That, so when they say Marshawn's just plowed into the backfield. I like how that's what connected it for me, <laughs> was the plowing in the field of... Marshawn Lynch is a bad motherfucker. He is a bad human being. The the um, like opinion you have of your penis is impressive. He's, no, he wants, he wants to get it enhanced. To be Marshawn Lynch. Can they do that? <laughs> you you can do pretty much anything at this they point. They can enhance it bigger. They can I make... need this because, I mean, I'm white. As okay, far. so, so in Peru, as in Peru, they're doing all kinds of... Uh, on, let me set up for this. All, all kinds of research. <laughs> like and, and they're... I mean, the rules there are different as far as what you can do and what you can't do. For example, like um, Mel Gibson's dad, who's like a thousand years old, already don't trust it. Was <laughs> was able to get um, stem cell treatments down there, and he went from not being, you know, very mobile right. to abs to like to being as spry as you can be at 150. Okay. So the stem cell thing, I'm just gonna branch for a second, right? You know how Bush was totally against it, totally abolished it because it was like ungodly and unchristian. Yeah. I would totally have a baby just to take its stem cells to give me a bigger penis. <laughs> Is that fucked up? Because I can make another one. I mean, you saw the one. And if I, you have a bigger yeah. penis, you can make more. The doctor said every five years. So every oh. five years, I could get an enhancement. Okay, so you can and in 15, 20 years, I mean, I'm going to be knocking on the floor. Okay, but in five years, it, but in five years, you're going to be able to to clone that stem cell anyway. So you're going to be able. I mean, I realistically, absolutely, you'd be able to get a, you'd be able to get the fucking Hitachi stem cell printer. All right, yes. you'd be able to like put in your your kid's stem cell thing and then inject it straight straight into your beef. You're going to be able to do it. You're, it and it here's like the thing: it would serious. never be permanent. It would never be permanent. You have to you have to get Re-ups. So it's steroids. Uh, I'm okay with this. I mean, yeah. I have no problem taking... My concern is like, how do you plan... You, you're going to sit down in your living room, in your bathroom, just whip your shit out, take a needle, and shove That's it what in? people do with steroids in the bathtub. They shoot it in their legs. I mean, what's the yeah. difference? Versus my dick. I mean, my leg, I'm okay with it. My arm, I'm okay with it. If it's going to make... Bro, okay. if, if my dick doesn't shrink and it goes the other direction, my, my luck is I would do all this work to get there. Okay. And then it was the little dick motherfucker that got shot up. Okay, back back to Peru. <laughs> Uh, they're allowed to. They, they get away with a lot more medically than uh, than oh they God. do in, in the states because uh, the U.S. Uh, pharmacology uh, runs uh, runs our, our lawmakers. They decide what laws get made and, yeah, and okay who's able to get treatment. So yeah, I'm going to go down to Peru. I'm going to get Marsh my Marshawn Lynch penis, and <laughs> I'm going to come back. And uh, at the same time, I'm going to get stem cell, and uh, and I'm going to be able to uh, impregnate Mrs. Baker with a hug. <laughs> You're gonna rip her open. <laughs> I'm going to the make with. On I'm, the going, field, I'm going on the to field make with my bare hands <laughs> a new life. Your, ah. your dick will break your hands. 
He's excited for this. It's gonna scream beast mode. Your dick. <laughs> just so you know, Bill, your dick's gonna just start doing this. Start doing curls with weights. You're yeah. sitting there like. I'm calling 35s now, guys. Every everything that we said about Superman <laughs> in Mallrats will be cock the truth ups. about Marshawn Lynch. I'm down to try a cock push right now. I did that once when in, in high school. I put a cock on my cock and did a push up and it just squawked. <laughs> it was cool. Solid organ life. Ooh, organ life. Lots of poultry. Um, I got a video to show I did you not get the reaction I was hoping for that one. I feel like people took that way too serious here. What, the chicken video? I'm not going to talk about the chicken video right now. Um, <laughs> so, so here's a question for you. Um, what, what do you go to next? Like, um, what is, what is oh, the, God, what is the plan, uh, for, for Scarabs going forward? Like, Im- immediately, do you have designs that you're changing? Do you have, yeah, so we're coming out with, uh, we have a model called the Bertha V2, and currently we are developing the full resin Bertha V2, which is, I know you guys are on a podcast, you can't see this, but they can, it is this in gigantic form. And then, so that's the first of the prototypes coming out this year, which the lucky Patreon subscribers, there's a $200 a month tier, they get free prototypes. So they will get a free mod out of this. Explain your Patreon. Um, you send me money, and I send you cool shit. Right there, summed it up. And you get to see behind the scenes. I showed, I did a time lapse of me building a mod, um, the electronics for it, start to finish. I've done uh, laser engraving videos, design videos, pretty much the whole process of what I do. Um, and then once a month, I sit down and design out a new sticker, uh, pop sockets. We're doing hats and sweatshirts, and um, it's pretty easy. I mean, there's a two dollar tier or a dollar ninety nine tier where you don't get anything. It's just a support tier. But the ten dollar tier gets stickers. The fifty dollar tier gets gears and gear and stickers. The hundred dollar tier gets gear stickers, and um, they get uh, some other stuff. What is it? Uh, fuck. Oh, they don't pay any deposits on on. Um, pre-orders and then the 200 the i think it's called the elite man um that one gets pretty much everything for free like you you spend 2400 dollars a year and you get what could possibly be five six thousand dollars worth of stuff especially this coming there's another guy on patreon jay hayes the reviewer Uh i want his patreons and on the 200 dollar tier he says i'll give you my personal cell phone you can call me day or night i'll answer i don't care about my kid's funeral i will answer your phone call because you're paying me two hundred dollars a month just with a half that ability i'll give you my cell phone number if you sign up for my two hundred dollar a month tier i think i got your number (laughs) i'll give you a new number i'll go and create That you can call me at day or night, and I will I will talk you down from a ledge to sleep. How about off the ledge? Okay, I can. That's okay. easy. Okay. <laughs> You're <Jump>. skinny. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Look, right. Dan, you can fly. But no, we have we have variations of the different things we already create. Um, the biggest change is we're moving away from uh, solely being a custom company to we're moving into full swing production starting next month and so this next month is we're going to essentially be down to orders and we're just going to finish everything that we have and start producing to where say dave who owns a shop calls and said i i need 10 10 elites uh five blues two polish you know three black 
And I'll be like, right, it's in the mail tomorrow. Instead of it's a six to eight week wait. I'm tired of having wait times. Okay. Um, what's your favorite part of the process uh, of, of working through a new product? I mean, when people get it in their hand and I see their reaction. Um, mm-hmm. Building them is all the same to me. I've done it long enough now and built, what, thousands? Oh, we weren't By hand. Um, everything is, is, I do all the design work, everything. And some of the, sometimes the designs are really cool, especially like, and as fucked up as it sounds, if it's like, the more satanic it is, the more fun it is to design. Um, even though that may not be my walk of life, I know you're stereotyping the way I look right now, <laughs> but, um, I love the design aspect, and then I love when somebody holds it in their hand, and they're like, they're they're on my Facebook shooting a video going, this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen, and I was part of it. They sent me the pictures, I made the design, built the mod, and they had a piece of their own mod. You know, there's nothing better than that. That's like, that's like getting a custom car made for you in Germany by Porsche. And they put your name in the headrest, and it's delivered to your front door like my friend Matt Chan's dad had done for a quarter of a million dollar Porsche GT3 that I never got to drive. What was your hardest design? As far as for you to, besides not just designing it, but the the hardest to see start to finish? The Elite. The Elite was the hardest one to ever predict how it would turn out because it has such complexities to it, which this is the Elite here. Um, You see the highs and lows. The, the front plate of it unscrews. The, the person who buys it, they can pull this off, so it's a DNA 250C, and then they can put a PWM plate on it and go unregulated, which there's different uses or different needs for regulated and unregulated. And once you go unregulated, it's flavors are different. The power is just insanely um, fast and smooth. It's like a... It's like a drag car compared to the DNA 250C, which is like a Rolls Royce. Um, It was hard knowing, because no one's ever done anything like this in my market. You know, a back lid like this, the faceplate's coming off. Um, Even knowing if it would, you would be able to laser engrave these edges properly without a $20,000 or $30,000 laser. Um, I've even perfected that process even further to where the new ones are seamless. Do you got to turn the laser up for the edges and for the depth? Nope. I don't change the laser at all. Even for the depth? The, wow. new, the new laser handles it fine. It's a pro series laser, so... The old one doesn't do the depths very well? I sold it. <laughs> How often do you have repeat customers? Um, so, I'd say the average person who buys a Scarab um, usually buys a second or third. Um, but then you have people out there who have anywhere from 10 to 20 of them. Um, I don't know how many Dave has, but he wasn't really a customer. Most of his were free. He was a customer, but he got, since he was doing so much promotion, hey, check this product out, you know, and he stood behind the product like it was his own. Because mm-hmm. essentially for quite a long time, it was his as much as it was mine. Because that's how we kind of built both of our companies. Like mm-hmm. 5150 and Scarab stood on each other's shoulders mm-hmm. from time to time to help business grow. Um, and um, yeah, you ended up with a massive collection through that. I had like 16 of them. Yeah. When I worked at the radio station, that was one of the things that, that I remember about the 5150 vapes ads is they were always plugging uh, the Scarab box mods, mm-hmm. the, the custom box mods. The one thing where we messed up was I. 
uh, I went too big for my britches too soon, opened the vape shop um, in Anchorage, and it, it was too tough to do all of it and then allocate money properly to which business gets what. When the vape shop was slow, the mod company paid for the vape shop to be there. And then when the mod company needed it back, Anchorage is so saturated with vape shops now. It just, it was impossible. And so uh, it not only split our relationship, mine and Dave's, and caused, I would say, a lot of miscommunication and a lot of... uh, Issues that didn't need to be there. We were best, best friends for quite a few years yeah. and it just it died because of the businesses um, but now that I'm just back to building mods it's life is good again do you feel I mean it's got to feel a lot better being able to like reestablish relationships and, yeah. like, and like bury well, I mean and for shit. me especially because um, I know Alaska and I know Sabatna and people just to start drama will say things and I know David told me a few things people had said and Hearing that for me, I'm a I'm a confrontational person, but if I care about somebody, I'm non-confrontational. And so this is the first time I've actually even been in the shop, let alone in their shops in, what, eight months? Yeah. Um, so it was a lot, you know. And it, I wasn't at it. There's a lot of people coming here saying, oh, I heard this from an anchor from Brandon. I heard this. I heard that. And it just caused a lot of... One thing Dave and I stopped doing was talking. Yes. Which we did constantly all the time. <laughs> And then when we stopped talking, it's like any relationship, it fell apart. Yep. And then you stop giving a fuck. Now, have you been able to take things uh, like like what you've learned from that and apply it uh, to, to other parts of your life as well? Very much so. Um, one thing I did that was big was I just completely got sober. Uh, no more drinking. Um, and that changed a huge aspect of my life. Um, uh, not even just financially. Um, but with my relationship, um, my business, no more hangovers. So there's no reason to slack ass or fuck up and work. And then also my customer service. Because one thing people don't realize is I produce an astronomical amount of mods for one person. I answer all the emails. I do all the designs. I do all the building. I do all the ordering, all the shipping. And so for a long time, I would get aggressive and that's kind of goes hand in hand with being an alcoholic um and this whole company started because of being an alcoholic i flipped my truck well this whole company became what it is because of alcohol yeah actually drunk driving incident and i wasn't able to go back to welding because i was a welder ironworker fabricator and uh dave is what essentially boosted it he was like, get out of your house of building these little mods and come over into the shop. And it got me out of the house. If I would have kept that, I've got a broken spine ordeal in my mind, I'd still be sitting in a house by myself getting fat, eating mods, eating ho-hos. Like, I remember sitting here loft you the day we discussed that. You are building mods, and Brandon had his bed set up. He was sitting in a chair, and he had all the components around him. He's trying to build mods. And I was like, dude, come to the shop. You have more space. Spread your stuff out. Get out the house. You know, shower. Come by. Hang out. That was uh, another thing that uh, you offered to me, setting up uh, the, the music equipment in the back. It's just like a, a place to operate and, like, just... Just be an artist and just do your thing, right? You know, and so I, so thank you, Dave. You're, man, you're like a patron of the arts and shit. <laughs> he just likes dick around him. Lots of it explains way. Especially ones. if you're gonna be Little doing ones. the modifications you're talking about. <laughs> we did it in the back room. Lynch, bro. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna lynch you with his dick. Wait a minute. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. I'm gonna pale the universe. No, it's been a it's been a wild ride. I tell you that much. Fuck. See, I, especially talking about it now. Yeah. Way back then. In the acid etching era, before um, we even knew that you could laser engrave metal. Time out. Better thing of all time. Brandon used to use acid to make the designs of the mods. Hydrofluoric acid, which is like, if you've ever seen Breaking Bad, that's how they get rid of bodies. So, he's at his house doing it, because we were at the shop, he was busy, so he took some home to do it, and then he was doing all the acid etching at home, until the cat <laughs> licked the acid. <laughs> that motherfucker didn't have a tongue left. <laughs> it was bad. Like, it had eaten halfway through his tongue. Before I had realized what was going on and started splashing cold water, because that's how you dilute it, it's cold water. And I started splashing cold water and I looked at his tongue and it is just veins so with that flap of skin behind it. The next day he's like, Bro, I gotta do the ass at the shop. The cat's tongue is raw. I went to pick him up and saw the cat and it's sitting there, his tongue hanging out its mouth, and it just. It eventually healed itself. <laughs> he was fine. He can't lick himself like normal because he has none of the, the coarse hairs on his it tongue. It felt very. Uh, Sandpaperish for a while. He'd I mean, you're like, ah. He was a nice cat. <laughs> yeah, Stormy's cat. Yeah, nice cat. Yeah, I got rid of him. <laughs> to Dave's ex girlfriend. Solid. Well, technically, my mom got him. Anyway. So, how much differently do you operate now that you're sober? Uh, as far as the, the way that your business functions, like, are you no longer taking it all on yourself? Do you, you spread the. No, uh, I take more of it on. Um, I'm a workaholic. If I can't be an alcoholic, I'm going to work it out. Um, but one thing that has changed is my family dynamic. I focus a minimum of Saturday and Sunday to the family, and then I work 10 to 6, Monday through Friday. No ands, if, or buts, um, unless it's Christmas Eve, and I've got to get some mods together and ship them out overnight because people are assholes. But And congrats on the new baby. Yeah. He is a beautiful little beast of a shit machine. <laughs> Teddy sucker, you fucking stole those things. They were mine. But um, I think the biggest part of it for me, though, was the way I feel now compared to how I did. I was a half gallon a day drunk. I was, Dave can attest, I used to make moonshine out yeah. of my cabin in Kasilov, and it was 190 proof. And you'd drink like just an eighth of a, yeah, of a pint. Yeah, like maybe like, yeah, a couple shots, and, and I was you'd be good. fucked. And I was drinking a pint and a half. Day easy. In a night. <laughs> and my penis wandered to very bad pastures that way. <laughs> one thing I'd say about the workaholic part is that's one thing I do miss is back when I'm at the old shop, I go and work all the time. I always show up way early, stay late, and I'd be like, hey, Brandon, I'm heading to work. Pick me up. I'd pick him up at 7 in the morning. We'd be at the shop until 8, 9 o'clock at night. Right. Or even, Sometimes even later. Yeah, like that one customer that called at like, what, 9 at night? We were there till after midnight, yeah. fixing stuff, and then be back there at seven in the morning, back at it again every day. I like to work; doesn't bug me at all. It was fun. We had a lot of fun together. That's why I worked well on the slope. I don't mind working seven twelves. Doesn't bug me in the least bit. No. It was just flipping a truck over at seventy miles an hour that kind of prevented me from going back. So, do you have a favorite? Um, I want to go back to one particular question because I want to. I want to clarify it in in the way that I ask it. Um, in the process of like of designing a mod, as far as um, like the, the cutting or the putting a design on it. Um, what is your favorite process? Like designing the box, look, uh, looking through materials, looking at designs or, or actually doing the Photoshop work. Um, that's a combined, like, I like to do the Photoshop, but I like also to see how it looks on the metal. 
but that's also a learned part too is learning how to make it look best on metal because the laser takes away and if you don't do it just right it takes away too much or not enough and when you do metal there's no going back over it it just won't ever look the same it won't flow um making making the design and making it perfectly i'm a i'm an ocd person um and so that's key to me things being symmetrical like on my mod this was the first one so i didn't care very much and my logo is slightly off center drives the (laughs) fuck out of me insane but this is triple zero this is a prototype so it is and you know even these darker areas on the corners i have perfected that to where that's non-existent anymore that it engraves fluid um so the design work is my favorite and i think that's also one thing that sets me apart from the rest is most people pay designers and I don't. I do. If you buy a mod from me, it is 100% me sitting in that mod. Brandon, I know you got shit to do. Uh, thank you very, very much yeah. for your time. Now, people are interested in ordering from you before you go to um, uh, to, to more mass manufacturing, no longer custom work. Uh, how do they do that? Uh, Scarab, S-C-A-R-A-B, Vapor, V-A-P-O-R.com. Um, you can also, if, I mean, I'm assuming this is more peninsula-based, but uh, both shops in town have my contact information if you need uh, information. Dave used to be the only shop in town, but we opened it up to everybody since uh, shops were kind of bull guarding their markets. Um, not saying Dave did, but he did. Uh, <laughs> um, that and then Patreon is uh, Patreon um, forward slash Scarab Industries and then Instagram Scarab Industry. Everything is Scarab Industries or Scarab Box Mods. You'll find it if you Google it. Brandon, thanks a ton for your time. Yeah. All right, no Dave. Thank you uh, for allowing me to be a part of this. Not a problem anytime, brother. We love popping cherries. She <laughs> got Walmart drunk with them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't drink, but I like to party. No, <laughs> that was a good night. <laughs> <laughs>